0: Well, Matt Neill, I really appreciate your time here at uh, Brands Hatch Media Day and Testing Day. And uh, a little birdie in the team told me that pretty much, well, well, just after lunchtime, that you're done and dusted. I think some of them are going to go back out. But you and I think your teammate Dan Camish, you're happy with the day's work and, and that's it, isn't it?
1: Uh, Dan's got another run. Okay. He's, he's got a bit more to do. Um, yeah, I've got, um, we were just planning it. We've, we've been here a couple of days already, so it's, um, we've been going through everything we need to go through, hopefully. We're about complete. there. Oh, yeah, I've got to, I've got a talk I've got to do up in Leeds tonight, which oh, is have a you? three and a half, four hour drive <laughs> from here, so
0: I'm gonna be I'm gonna be shooting at the M one. So pre season testing has gone well, not just done today here at Brands, yesterday at Brands or whatever, but in general building up to this season, Matt.
1: You always think it could go better, but um it's gone alright. You know, yeah. I'm not I never like to be confident, but I'm sort of quietly optimistic. You know, I'm I think we're in a good place. There's there's other teams and cars and driver combinations up and down the pit lane who are in a good place as well. But I think we're not in a bad place. So it'll be interesting to see whenever, when everyone stops sandbagging and, you know, takes the gloves off for the first time a week on Sunday. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see where we all pan
0: out. Um, I think you told me at Autosport, and Dan backed it uh, up this morning when I had a chat with him. You've been taking the car, not abroad particularly, but taking the car back to places where it didn't quite go right last year, has that been the case? And again, I think that you've again hopefully made the right type of progress on those circuits that you can, again, use hopefully to your advantage this year. Yeah, the they've challenge. been focusing on
1: areas uh, where we thought we were weak, uh, and understanding the car is you know it was the problem is the, the series British Touring Cars is fiercely competitive, so you're looking for fractions of a second, and at the um, you know they have been working on lots of different areas of it, but. At a third of the races last year, we were faster than the outgoing FK2 type part. A third we were the same, and a third we were dire. So instead of decamping to Spain, we do like we do every spring. We decided to focus on the circuits where we did have a bit of a, a bad hair day last year, and and that's been very positive. Oh, with cool. the um, you know, and we understand the car better now. We've got a year under our belt, and Dan's got a year under his belt. And, because yeah, you forget, he was brand new to touring cars yeah, last year, so I had a new so. car and a new teammate. It was uh, proper new stuff. But um,
0: yeah, it, it's gone okay so far. Where is the championship uh, with regards to you? Like, say, how it's progressed, how tough it is, how difficult it is to win races to get points to to find thousands of a second is it in a tougher place as you've ever known in all the years that pretty much you've been involved in this championship Matt I think so with
1: all the equalization of
0: of weights and grids and drivers and car combos
1: it's uh you know it's it's as competitive as as it's good for it
0: as a championship you think because of how competitive and close it makes it was
1: Uh, people say it's manufactured but if you win it it's the same for everybody if you've got points in the bag you've got weight in the car Mm -hmm. and i think they should do that because it makes the show you know the one thing touring cars is over a a lot of other motors you know 95 percent of other motorsport out there it's a show and it puts on its its action from the green you know the, the the light to the flag um
0: and that's just that's what puts bums on seats. It certainly does as well. Everyone's been talking about Colin Turkington picking up his third title, then thinking about a fourth title. We remind everybody that you've got three. And I read some notes about it. You are keen, aren't you, to try and take that fourth title. And there's no reason why you, along with anyone else who's got three titles, i.e. Colin still in the championship, that you shouldn't be able to achieve that this year, Matt. Especially with what you're yeah, saying Yeah, I'm about probably running out of. A, I'm running out of years. <laughs> well, but the cars in <laughs> well, a good place. Is this a year where you feel if you're going to do it? It's yeah, I gonna think be this is, this, this could
1: be my. This is this could be, you know, the one I've got to make count. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's uh, you just need luck on your side. You know, with all the, the best car and the best team and the best strategies and everything you just need that element of luck you got to, when you roll the dice because the racing is so close so frenetic and mixed up you, you do need the, the dice to roll kindly but you for you. you can make
0: a bit of luck as well can't you Matt as well you know this championship you know how to get around it and everyone's been talking about continuity and consistency and, and stuff like that so you are in a good place with your years of experience within this championship and the car that you've got now to fingers crossed Get what it is that you feel that you would need to take. Yeah, a I feel in the, I feel
1: in a positive place with the car. You know, with the championship, um, I feel. You know, I feel positive. So yeah. it's um, and, and if that it's a it, you know it's a mental game. You take the physical
0: physical yeah. requirements out of it. It's all what goes on between the years, isn't it? it? Yeah, you have that mental approach as well. Still get the tingle in the tummy, you know. All these years of doing it. I mean, this is just media day, all right. We've still got the racing to actually start in what nine days' time, but still.
1: Of course, yeah. Still, I'll be sat on the grid
0: you, uh, wherever I am I've qualified thinking, wow. with a bunch of
1: butterflies going <laughs> around in my tummy. So,
0: but that, that means you care and that means you still want to do it. It certainly does. Final question to you. Honda and the plant at Swindon. The sad news is that that is supposedly going to close. A, a personal, if you don't mind me, thought about that. And uh, obviously, you know... All that happening?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, to say it's devastating news is is uh, an understatement because they're not. It's not just a manufacturing plant. It's not. They're not just employees. It's a family, yeah. a family of people there, and they've. Some people have been there, literally their whole life, you know. And for Swindon, Swindon as a town, you know, it's uh, as an area, it's devastating. It's devastating for the you know the, you know the supply chain as as well as the guys, exactly. the poor guys at uh, at the manufacturing. Site. So you know, it happened at Longbridge with MG, it's happened with others. Um, you know, it's it's amazing that even though it's terrible, people suddenly forget about the five thousand and which is now up to eight thousand I've heard that it are going from JLR. Um that's old news. Um something will come along but and hopefully some positives will come out of it as well. You know, they've got plans for new um new technology and um new products within the company which is good for Honda, it's just it's, it's a rough one. And, um,
0: yeah, just feel for the guys down there. Yeah, it's been a, a tough decision, and fingers crossed those positives do come out, and, uh, and they happen very quickly. Matt, appreciate again your time. Have a safe journey up to, to Leeds as well, and uh, we wish you all the very best again in the 2019 Championship. Neil. Cheers, Mike. Thank you, Thank Thank you very much.